New to the living healthy lifestyle or a healthy living veteran, this is your place for honest answers. Naturally Savvy with registered holistic nutritionist Andrea Donsky and health journalist Lisa Davis. Hi, I'm Lisa Davis. So glad you're listening to Naturally Savvy Radio. I'm sad to say my wonderful co-host Andrea is off today, but she will be back next time. And we've got a fantastic guest. Her name is Morgan McCain. She's named one of OC Metro's 40 Under 40 in 2011 for her unique lifestyle brand, Modern Mystic. And Morgan's, one of her purposes, which I love, is to show people how to stop their emotional suffering by teaching them deliberately to deliberately create their reality. Hello, Morgan. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Lisa. I'm excited to be here today. It's so great to have you back. We had such a good conversation before. If anyone missed it, they can just go to RadioMD.com, go to shows or podcasts, look under Naturally Savvy, and you'll find her in the archives. In the meantime, we're going to be talking about something that I think is so important, how our inner child gets triggered in a situation creating unnecessary problems. Holy cow, that's like the story of my life, right? <laughs> Seriously. I think that's Talk the story of that. almost, yeah, I think it's the story <laughs> of almost everyone's life. You know, as I was mentioning before we got on air, I've had so many clients and people in my life that have just smacked up against this issue, say, in just the last two months. So I thought it was really important to bring it up to your listeners, because I'm sure there are people out there that have gotten smacked a few times by their inner child when they went left instead of right because the baby and then was throwing a temper tantrum. <laughs> yeah, that is a good point. I also think our inner child can get us into trouble when we seek out attention in the wrong ways or we do behaviors that aren't benefiting us to fulfill a need, right, that we didn't get. Absolutely. You know, the thing about our inner child or what the inner child really is, is the yes, programming we received when we were young so when we're first born, for most of us, not all of us, unfortunately, but most of us in that first, say, year, year and a half or so, we are treated like kings and queens. Our diapers are changed. Our bottles are put into our mouth like we can do no wrong. We are just treated like royalty. And then somewhere right around 18 months to two years, you know, that little terrible two-year mark that everyone talks about, we yeah. learn we are no longer the center of the world let alone our parents' world. So, you know, all of a sudden we get this programming that we're not good enough to get love anymore. You know, if you walk, then I'll give you love. If you talk, then I'll give you love. If you eat the way I tell you to, then I'll give you love. So what happens is this inner child who has a blank canvas is now getting all of this programming from these people that are saying, if you jump through these hoops, behave this way, speak this way, think this way, then I will love you and find you worthy. If not, I won't. And we suppress our own, yeah, and we suppress our own inner nature, which comes out to play when we're grown-ups and causes chaos for us later. It really does. Morgan, what have you seen in some of your clients? What are some common scenarios that you hear? Okay, so I'm going to give you just the biggest one across the board, and I'm really sorry, ladies, but this is one is directed at you, and it's all about <laughs> romantic relationships and trying to get what you want out of them. Now, unfortunately, you know, most of us who are, say, 30s, 40s, 50s, we're kind of the first generation where parents getting a divorce was the norm, dad, say, not living at home with us was, you know, in about 50%, 60% of the household. 
And what this did is create a really interesting, or let's say not normal, if you will, at the time, way of women learning to interact with men, learning what they needed to do to get love. Because now we only get daddy's love, you know, on the weekends or every other Wednesday or whatever it is. And it really throws us off balance. So what happened, you know, in some of those instances is those little girls thought, well, if I got good grades, if I was prettier, if I was thinner, if I, you know, made him feel happier when he was here, then daddy would see me more. That inner Mm. child develops a belief that the reason daddy has gone away or daddy doesn't pay as much attention to me is because I'm not pretty enough, smart enough, 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 whatever that may happen to be for you. So what happens is when we become grown-ups and we're dealing with the chaos that is now Relationship City, you know, what we're dealing with in 2016, where tradition is no longer important, we now play out this drama on the men that we get involved with. If they don't give us the attention we want, we think we have to cook for them or get sexual for them or flirt with them or, you know, fix their business or fix their life and then they'll love me. And that becomes the drama I see played out, especially as women become more powerful, they make more money, they use that assertiveness to get what they want in the world. They now apply that to their love life. So between the little child inside that thinks if she works hard enough to get love and these women who now have the power and money to go do stuff to get it, you see all Mm. sorts of chaos in relationships because these men are like, wait a minute, I'm just being a man over here. You know, I'm not your daddy. There's no special magic they're going to do. You know, if I'm busy with my career or busy with my, you know, family or busy with my kids, if I'm a single dad, no magic you can do is going to make me give you more time. I have obligations. And I watch that drama play out over and over and over again. So what do you say? What, what do they need to do to you well, know, help correct this? Well, one of the first things you want to do, and I'm glad we're talking about it now, is recognize that it's happening. You know, one of the hardest parts for women, especially, is to go, you know, I'm caught up in some cycle that's not me I, I i've like tripped over like that movie sliding doors like i've tripped over into oh, another gosh, those are my universe. favorite movies of all time i just have to jump in there morgan if people haven't seen it 1998 1999 it is probably one of my all top top favorite movies anyway go on <laughs> no good i'm glad because that gives you you know a foundation for where i'm going with this so yeah here you've got you know these choices when we come from our inner child We take a, like, we we slip into that other parallel universe and we end up making choices from a victim mentality. You know, we we spew at our partner, you don't love me, I'm not important, you know, pay more attention to me. Instead of realizing as the adult that can soothe that child, hey, you know what, you're screaming for attention, not from your partner, but from yourself, because your partner's a reflection of making yourself a priority. So the reason you're screaming inside right now and throwing temper tantrums that you're not getting flowers or you're not getting, you know, romance or you're not getting his attention is because you're not making yourself a priority. In this day and age, our partners can no longer make us, you know, the kind of priority we see in movies and romance novels. We have just created a society where we wake up next to our phones and we are responding to text messages before we've made love to our spouse. You know, I'm going there with this. Like, so, you know, I'm glad. We need to, 
we need to allow for that space to, to get involved, to go, okay, everybody really is fighting a hard battle that you know nothing about. And, you know, sometimes people cannot make you a priority. And it's sad. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry for every woman out there that wants the romance novel. I've been there. I've done it. I get caught up in the cycle sometimes myself, too, which is why I have the tools to get out, which is parent yourself. Recognize when you get into what I call an emotional tizzy, you are not in your adult power. You have lost it. You have given your power away. The child has taken over. But the great news is, unlike before where you needed your mom or your dad to soothe you, and maybe they did or did not do a good job or any job at all, you now have the power to soothe yourself. You can create a name for yourself. You can call yourself by your name. You can do whatever you need to do to say, you know what, you're okay in this moment. I know you're not getting the love, the time, the attention, the whatever it is you need from this other person. But that doesn't mean you're not worthy. That doesn't mean you're less than. That doesn't mean at some point in the very near future you won't receive that love. But what that means at this moment is you have to give to yourself what you want from another. And if you cannot give it to yourself, sorry to kind of jump there real quick. If you can't give it to yourself... Give it to someone else. So if in that moment you can't give yourself love and you're ticked off at your partner because the little kid in you is like, you're not paying attention to me. Well, then (laughs) go find your pet. You know, go find a little kid who needs to learn to tie their shoe and give that person love. And as you do, it will come up from within you and you will feel better in the moment. And from that better feeling place, the adult in you can make a decision say about, you know, the relationship or whatever the issue is that was causing the child to get triggered in the first place. You know, you said so many amazing things that I I want to say that for me, because I am needy and it drives my husband crazy and he's got like a million hobbies and I always feel like I come last. Although there, I think there are some situations where where both partners need to work on it. But I do think that we are driven a lot by our child. Having dogs for me is huge because they give you love. It's unconditional. There's always something to do. You got to take care of the dogs. You got to get out and meet new people. So for me, that's something that I found really helpful with my neediness. Exactly. You found the tool because you know what? The neediness literally means that when we were growing up, our emotional needs were not met. That is what yes. happens. If you are an adult who feels needy, it is because your emotional needs, whatever they were, and don't let your parents or your siblings or your spouse tell you it's not real or true for you. Whatever yeah. it is that's causing the neediness means along the foundation of your inner core beliefs about yourself, your emotional needs were not met. So you are now lacking. So you are now looking for something outside of you to validate you, to support you, to give you the love and attention you need and crave to feel okay. Yes. And that can be very tricky, right? And it can take years. I mean, what's your opinion about where therapy comes into all this? Oh, do you do do therapy in a way with people? Talk to us about a little bit more about how that works. So I'm not one that's big on talk therapy because it is my opinion that whatever I focus on grows. And so if I keep Mm. bringing the past drama to this present moment, 
I'm literally opening up the wound and, and rehashing it. However, for the purposes of doing it, say, once, twice, maybe three times to get those issues out, I think is amazing. But <clears throat> in therapy, lots of times they want to talk you over and over and over and over. And really, you're just giving your attention to the problem instead of the solution. And the solution is always self-love, always. There is never a question that you have where you are feeling like you are on shaky ground, where your own self-approval and your own self-love and your own giving and taking of your own power back to you will not improve the situation. Always. All right. So, you know, we only have a few minutes left, but Morgan, let's, you know, people listening, they're saying, wow, she's awesome. I think you're just amazing. How do people work with you? Can you do it through Skype? Do you have to do it in person? Tell us a little bit about that. So when people work with me, I see them via the phone, if you will. I do use Skype or FaceTime for those who like. And for those who are in Southern California, South Orange County, Laguna Beach, to be specific, I do take in-person sessions or I do one-day intensive as I have many clients who will fly in from around the country. I live very close to the Ritz-Carlton and the Monarch Beach Resort out here, which are lovely facilities to stay at, and they'll do one-day intensive with me, where I use my intuition to identify issues like the inner child that's wounded and other things that may be keeping them blocked. And as you can hear just in this quick conversation that we've had, I find a way to reframe them or rephrase them or release them if that's what's necessary so that the person is now using the belief systems and the thinking tools so they can make their life how they want it to be instead of suffering through internal chaos that the child or the inner child is causing. Oh, that is so helpful. I need to give you a call. (laughs) My inner child is always uh, causing havoc, I should say. All right, Morgan, tell us all the ways we can learn more about you and all your great work. So one of the best ways to learn about me is to go to my website, which is my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, McKean, M-C-K-E-A-N.com. And one of the best things when you start there is I have a lot of free tools and resources. I have workbooks, I have guided meditations and videos just to give you a better taste of me and some work you can do on your own. On my site, you can also buy a copy of my book, Becoming Princess Charming, or my program, 14 Days of Radical Self-Love. And you can find me on all the major social networks, such as Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube, or Snapchat. And on the majority of them, I am known as Morgan B. McKean. Oh, that is so fantastic. I will be following you. I know I already do on Twitter. I just got on Instagram. I'm not on the social media as much as I as I I'm always told I should be, but <laughs> I do love it when I am. So I can't wait to check out your stuff. Morgan, thank you so much for coming on Naturally Savvy. People, please check out the podcast. You can go to iTunes. You can go to RadioMD.com. If you missed any, you can always go back and listen to more shows. I just want to give a shout out to our sponsor, which is NeoCell. If you want better skin, collagen is what it's all about. So go to NeoCell.com and you're going to get some great results by taking their collagen. They have these wonderful chews and acai berry and this uh, mint chocolate that's so good. I have to hide it from myself and they have capsules and it's good for your joints and the whole nine yards. So NeoCell, thank you for making this possible this month. And everybody listening, thank you so much. Andrea, missed you today. Next time we'll be back. Lisa Davis, Andrea Donsky, this is Naturally Savvy Radio.
Take care.